This is Things You Might Have Heard. I am Jacob and Payne, and I am ready to present to you yesterday's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture. This is your go-to submental source for mainstream and conventional news stories that you may have missed with a little added context. And as you see from the teaser graphic, we're going there. We are going there. We're talking some Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake, and we're going there. Remember, she's selling the book, so we have that perspective. Plus seven other news stories that you vetted yesterday as conversational, and then we we put them into the right mix by me. We'll explain the vetting process and how the headlines get here in just a minute. Plus, bringing some fun today things as well. So make sure you stay tuned to the very end of this broadcast. And for more information about the full offerings of the Conversation Project, visit our website. This is a conversationproject.com to get the details. Now, headlines, eight of them for today, vetted by you and curated by me, starting off with what's probably should be the most important thing happening on the day. And today, of course, is... Um, Wednesday, October the 18th, 2023. And the first thing we're starting off with is the House of Representatives in the United States and the fact that it's still chaos. The headline rehab starts off with Jim Jordan suffers defeat on floor ballot for speaker race, leaving fate uncertain. Now, the fate is him and the House and essentially, you know, the whole Congress, the way we govern things, because without a House and a Senate in working order, Nothing gets done from the legislative branch because the, the executives can't execute on anything and the judicials can't judge on anything. Nothing gets done. And so while people want to do aid packages to Israel and not do aid packages to Ukraine, you can't do anything without a Speaker of the House to make things work. Jim Jordan has taken over the top spot over Steve Scalise because of some you know riffraff going back and forth. And Jim Jordan does not have the votes. In fact, 20 Republicans voted against him to get that. He could only lose three votes in the race and one vote went up. They didn't do a second vote yesterday. Remember, McCarthy had to go 15 rounds to get enough people in there, and they basically put in a poison pill that caused this thing right here. We'll see if Jim Jordan will make it or if anybody else of any sort of ilk can do that. Actually, there's probably one of the other 200 folks that could do it a fairly good job, but somebody's got to be the face of the Republicans and the face of the House and raise money. Jim Jordan doesn't do well, basically, in any of those things, we're told. Our next headline reads, President Joe Biden will visit war-torn Israel on Wednesday, Secretary Blinken says. The original headline, of course. What's happening? He's actually there now. Joe Biden is, is Israel, and he's already met with Bibi Netanyahu, and he's already uh, met with some folks. Right now, I believe he's meeting with the war ministers in Israel. And as he was flying over there, of course, the news of the bombing of the uh, hospital in Gaza, which everybody said it was somebody else's fault, and now Israel's having some more evidence that they say is relevant, that it was an offshoot of some other group that is a pro-Palestinian, some sort of terror group, not the Hamas, but somebody else that did it, uh, although many of the Arab nations in the nation, in the area, were extremely quick to <coughs> jump on Israel. <coughs> Israel as the perpetrator in this action. Israel says, no, it's not us, it's somebody else, and we'll see how this plays out as we will get to play this thing out. Right now, uh, because of what's going on, Joe Biden is not meeting with the Muslim leaders in the Muslim countries as planned. He's just going to kind of wrap things up in Israel and get back home, maybe meet with the terrorists that are in Congress right now with Jim Jordan. But what we're going to see right now is more of this going on and how much of this will be headlines. We are going on, this is two weeks of just basically blanket coverage of Israel. Something similar happened when we started off for Ukraine, but Ukraine, of course, is now 600 days in, almost two years into that one. So we're not really paying as much attention to that one as we were this one now. 
Will we keep our eyes on the ball in both of these conflicts and what will happen with the meetings of the mines or the non-mines going forward in the region? Now, remember, Britney Spears is trying to sell a book. And so we found out when people sell books, they put salacious things in there. This is why we know about Cassidy Hutchinson and the groping incident with uh, Giuliani. This is why we know that the Smiths have been separated for almost 10 years, but just didn't tell anybody. Uh, this is why we know a lot of things about a lot of folks because they're trying to get some books sold. Britney Spears has a memoir coming up. So she has some salacious details from her growing up as a child and her conservatorship, which are big deals which we all had some idea that was bad we didn't know how bad it was here's one little nugget that you'll get that you get for free to kind of get you to buy a book britney spears may, says in memoir she had an abortion after pregnancy with justin timberlake now we're gonna let that wash over you for a while jt has had plenty of issues over time as being essentially a good performer great pop star bad dude and this is another case where maybe it's another bad dude thing going on Remember, there's a book being sold, so you have to buy the book to go deeper in details what's going on. And Justin Timberlake, of course, gets a chance to have his say in this thing. Whether he puts up himself on a boat saying his notifications are turned off or not, we don't know. No real, at least as I could see, no real reaction from Justin Timberlake or any of one in his camp at that one. But essentially, Britney Spears says she got pregnant with Justin Timberlake and said that she had an abortion because of that because... It was not the time. Of course, most of the details that we're looking for is what happened in the conservatorship, and that is all in the body of the work. You just have to go get a copy or get someone who is going to go through the copy for you. Chat GPT is coming for us all, and apparently it's coming from a company called Stack Overflow because after disruption, this headline says Stack Overflow lays off 20% of its staff. Stack Overflow is laying off 20% of its staff because generative AI, AI like ChatGPT offers more specific help than five-year-old forum posts could ever found. The company is also working on a direct answer to ChatGPT in the form of Overflow AI, which it announced in July. Not quite ready yet. ChatGPT hurts Stack Overflow because it vacuums up all the data and gives nothing back to them, not the world. The people who use things like ChatGPT and are using things for the um, open AI trying, or versus open AI are basically getting information that's out there in the ether and getting it digested and essentially put out there for you in real time, more or less. But it doesn't give anything back to the sources. Sometimes it gives a source, but you don't necessarily go back to that. Because of that, that's why many people are believing that AI is coming for your writing jobs because it can write almost as well as humans or almost as well as humans who write poorly. You'd still have to rewrite things. As I see, I use ChatGPT for a lot of things, including the notes here. I use an AI, generative AI, to pull notes out of news stories, and they often get things not quite right and miss out bits and pieces. And so in the rush to get things done in the morning, it's not the perfect best. If I had an extra 20, 30 minutes to rewrite things, it would be better, which is kind of the point. But the way to get the quick information right now, things like chat, GPT, and generative AI, it is so far winning skirmishes. Let's go to the pylon section for Russ, and that being Alec Baldwin with this headline. Prosecutors investigating Russ shooting intend to bring involuntary manslaughter charge against Alec Baldwin before a grand jury. So this thing isn't really over. The New Mexico prosecutors intend to recharge Alec Baldwin with involuntary manslaughter in connection with the fatal 2021 Russ shooting, two sources told NBC News. The actor had been discussing a plea deal, but it was rescinded over the weekend. This thing's going back to court, at least in front of a grand jury, and they want to actually charge Baldwin, this Baldwin, Alec, 
with some sort of charge like involuntary manslaughter. We'll see how this one plays out, obviously in court, as we're finding out new facts, those are in quotes, of things happening that should not have happened or things happening that really, really, really were bad in the case that makes the ineligibility uh, a bit more obvious. And speaking of eligibility, let's go back to Alex Murdoch for just a moment as he requests a new murder trial alleging the jury tampering uh, was there in his appeal. Alex Murdoch, first name Richard, full name, is the murder conviction has a murder conviction and his life sentences are on hold right now, not quite going through because a lower court hears his request for a fresh trial. This is a request for an appeal. This is not so much the appeal yet. We'll see what's going on. The defense team alleges that the Colton County Clerk of Court, Rebecca Hill, had inappropriate communications with jurors, denying their client a fair trial. Hill has denied allegations. Apparently, Hill was trying to write a book on the subject, and so she chatted up with the jurors in the process to get some background, which is not what you should do when you're in the middle of the trial. So he was convicted that being murder of two counts of murder in 2021 and the deaths of his wife and his son, of course, this is the appeal to that verdict. In big business news, Wyndham rejects an $8 billion unsolicited buyout offer after Choice Hotels goes public with its bid. Choice Hotels decided, we want to buy Wyndham. We're going to tell how much we're going to pay for it. Wyndham says, nah. Choice Hotels offered $8 billion for the Wyndham Hotels and Resorts. The Williams board rejected the offer, saying it undervalues the company's growth potential and was subject to significant business, regulatory, and execution risk. Choice said it went public with the bid after six months of negotiation broke down. Basically, they pushed it forward to everybody to say, hey, we're good guys. We're going to buy this not so great hotel firm and make it better. Uh, 49.50 in cash per stock offering uh, in, in the shares of Choice Common Stock. Sounds like a big deal. Sounds like it's pretty good. Sounds like it should work out. Right now, the Wyndhams don't want to go with it. And finally, we have a story from people I have no idea who they are. I don't particularly care for, but celebrity divorces are a big thing, so these people are apparently celebrities. Maren Morris files for divorce from Ryan Hurd after five years of marriage. As I say, don't know who they are, but they filed for divorce. Met as Morris filed on October the 2nd, citing the irreconcilable differences. That's how I heard it a lot. They are singers, apparently, and um, they have a prenup in place. And Morris has successfully pleaded a parenting seminar in October 14th. So apparently, you know, they can have the kids separately. Heard is 36, Morris is 33. It first met in 2013 after collaborating on a song. Oh, that's great. And now they're getting out because there's all sort of craziness going on in the thing. Watch the or read the article. Check them out. If you care and know about them, let me know why I should care and know about them. If you don't care and know about them, Hopefully this is the last time we talk about them, but this is the year of celebrity breakups and divorces, so if it pops up in the feeds and you guys engage with it, honestly, not a very high feed, but it was there. I don't know if you cared about uh, to put it in there in the top 15, and we'll explain that literally in moments, but I don't know who they are. I don't particularly care, but in the errors, omissions, and apology section, I do care about Taylor Swift, an errors tour security guard who has left the tour to go fight for Israel and the IDF. Uh, go check out the story for this one. This is a touching story that was, of course, 
basically played out again when we had the war starting off in Ukraine and played off fairly well here during 9-11 where people of all ilk went to go join the army and fight against the terrorists there. This is actually a fairly simple story and a very good story to tell, uh, assuming you know all is well in his life and he does well. So you can learn about the uh, security guard that worked for Taylor Swift who has left the tour. Now the tour is essentially over for the big parts and is off fighting in the IDF for Israeli uh, safety and their security. Our teaser story for the day is where we get a chance to explain how the feeds work, how you get a chance to vote up stories in our conversation to make them more conversational. And here's a quick explanation of the feeds. Go to Facebook and Twitter or X and you can tell us what stories are more engaging by simply engaging in them. On Facebook, it's this is a conversation project and on Twitter, TH underscore conversation as well you see a news story we'll post to the feeds every 50 minutes so as you check your regular feeds for your regular stuff what your family and friends are doing go and see what we're talking about what we have in the feeds what's in the queue at the moment like love hate share engage in the stories the higher engagement score the better chance of talking about it on today wednesday we give you eight stories uh from the top 15 and we'll do that all the rest of the week tuesday through friday monday 10 stories from top 30 will we talk about this one I think this one has a good shot of making it in the top 15. The headline reads, Dolly Parton to perform Thanksgiving Day halftime show for Dallas Cowboys. This may not be breaking news or big headlines, but hey, it's Dolly Parton, it's Thanksgiving, it's Dallas Cowboys. I think you folks are going to do what you need to do and make this one a top 15 story so we go deeper into detail about this thing. So, so it's not a halftime show for the Super Bowl. We're not quite there yet, folks. But hey, Thanksgiving Day show for the Dallas Cowboys. Will we chat this one up in further detail tomorrow? You can tell me by going to the feeds and let me know if the story is worthy, feed worthy, if you will. This morning, we're going to focus our spotlight on our sponsor on Blinkist. Blinkist is an app that I use literally every single day, at least twice, sometimes three or four times a day as time allots. You can read a book, a full book that normally would take you about three, four hours in on a short end, or maybe a couple days because they're like really, really long books and read them within 15 to 30 minutes based on what's going on. Literally read them or listen to them in audiobook form. They have all the best in nonfiction books and autobiographies and are adding to them every single day. So Taylor Swift's um, upcoming book eventually will be there. Britney Spears's will be there soon. I'm sure all the other ones will get there as they get cleared for their main purchases. So if you don't want to take the 15 hours to read about Britney Spears and you know her conservatorship, you can get the bits and pieces, the deep details of that from a thing like Blinkist. Blinkist allows you to also have Blinkist spaces. So if other people you know don't have the app, you can share the books with them and have your own little book clubs on the Blinkist app for two first for free to them. You pay the cost for that. Go to our website and use our link for our affiliate uh, action at this is a conversation project.com slash Blinkist. This is a conversation project.com slash Blinkist. This is a conversation project.com slash B L I N K I S T. This is an affiliate link, as I said. So we get a little bit if you get the full app and use it for seven days, and then we get a bit of a cut for you getting into this. But since you are into quick bits of news that we like to provide for you every single day, we know you'll enjoy something like Blinkist. We know you enjoy the conversation project because you made it this far. We live online at this. It's a conversationproject.com where you can find all the details you want, need, and desire about what we have going on at the website, the information on the feeds, where you can find the replays of this thing here and other things we have online, and where you can join with us on the partnerships page. Go to the partnerships page at our website and find ways that we can 
work together to be better at this thing. We want your help. We need your help. We actually need your feedback. And you can do that for free by going to uh, your email. The conversation inbox at gmail.com is our email address. Email us with all your comments and concerns, and we'll do what we can to fix them. And follow us in the feeds on Facebook and Twitter so we know the words that are coming out of my mouth the next day, tomorrow, if you will. So we're going to wrap this thing up right now with some fun extra stuff just to uh, put a little bit of, of pep into your step going out on this October 18th. Birthday wishes going out to Joe Morton today. Now, it actually was originally Jean-Claude Van Damme, but his name was literally too long to put into the, into the, the teaser lines, uh, the titles of any of the videos that went out there. So we're going with Joe Morton, who is, you know, well, second rank, uh, Zach Efron was the process there as well. But we're going with Joe Morton because while he is the reason why we have the machines in Terminator, and of course he was a star and a genius on, on um, Eureka, we love him. I love him from a brother from another planet went back in 84. Joe Morton turning 74 years old on this day. This day in 1867, on your 18th of October, the United States took possession of Alaska after purchasing it from Russia for $7.2 million. I think it worked out fairly well for us on that end. And today, let's celebrate something great, something grand. We're going to celebrate Chocolate Cupcake Day. Why Chocolate Cupcake Day? Well, cupcakes are grand in all sense of the matter, but Chocolate Cupcakes is one they put particularly on October 18th. Annually celebrate the sweetness of the small chocolate cakes. Cupcakes can be traced back to 1796 when a recipe notation of a cake to be baked in small cups was written in the American cookery. Literally, cupcakes were baked in like teacups, and that's how you had a little bit of cakes. Earliest known documentation of the term cupcake, 1828 in 75 recipes for pastry cakes and sweet meals in Elsa Liza's recipe in the cookbook. So check that out in your local library or online because it's probably pasted plastered there by by this time now yeah and with that we are wrapping it up for today today as we were speaking these words it's wednesday 18th of, 18th of october 2023 as i poorly speak these words my name is jay cleveland payne thank you so much for being a part of the conversation projects things you might have heard for this day we are so glad to have you with us in the show and to just join us for getting good news if you enjoy what you get let me know so i can do more of that stuff. If you don't enjoy what you get, let me know so I can do less of that stuff. Email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com. Make sure you're following us on the feeds on Facebook and Twitter so that we know what to talk about every single day. Another quick case of the hiccups. Wow, that was really rude for folks listening to the audio. Sorry about that one. And make sure you're sticking around with us, even if the little uh, interludes and burps don't throw you away. Hopefully the news will keep you with us and go to the feeds. Let us know what news stories we will talk about tomorrow. So tomorrow at Acid in Hand, we will take care of more news stories, eight stories with a little extra context that are inside and outside of mainstream for you from the Conversation Project. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, almost forgot. Stay limber, stay hydrated, stay on task for all the grand things you're here to do. And be prepared for a grand Wednesday. And hopefully tomorrow, we're going to just call it out as we see it, a grand Thursday as well. 